Hi, I'm Leah, and I am a born pessimist and a learned optimist, so I am pretty excited about today's topic, Edie. Uh, I am a woman with wanderlust. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wanderlust. Oh, jeez. A mother of two daughters, a partner to a pretty fabulous guy named Don, and a current resident of Beijing, China, where I work as an international middle school teacher of English. And Edie, at this very moment, we are having a sandstorm, and the sky is yellow with dust blowing in from the Gobi Desert. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, well, whew. Don't we live in the day and age where they can stop that? Well, one would wish, but somehow not not here, not now, not today. <laughs> okay, the yellow skies of Beijing, China. Yay. All right. I'm Edie, and all is good here in Wisconsin. We have our cloudy, gloomy weather, you know, spring weather going on here. Uh-huh. I am now a mom, Leia, to three teens. Oh, it happened. Lulu had a birthday. It, Lulu had a birthday. <laughs> I am also a middle school reading specialist and an avid air fryer. Okay, it's happened. <laughs> Cannot wait. To- oh, a lot's going on here. A lot. Oh, wow. Okay, we've got some catching up to do. We're the two chit-chat chicks. Like always, we'll be sharing chit-chat tips and tricks. Back to middle school and mugs of herbs. We'll gather around the campfire to chat about burning topics. Joy snacks. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, we'll have our chit-chat challenge of the week. In our Chit Chat Tips and Tricks segment, we share things that make our lives just a little bit happier or better. Yes, we do. Well, what have you got? Okay. Well, nostalgia is my theme for today, Edie. Um, Mm -hmm. Let's talk about some remakes that are happening that come from either our preteens or our early teens. All right. Okay, I am a little bit older than you are, but you know, we're in the same we're in the same genre, the same era, I think. <laughs> oh, for sure. You're just a couple years older than me. How old are you again? 55. All Remember right. double, double nickels? Double nickels. Of course, 55 and I am 57 going on 58. All right. So just yeah. a couple. You're right. Okay. So on April 28th coming right on up, the adaptation of Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, is being put on the big screen. What do you think of that? Yeah. Is it going like to movie theaters or is it like? Yeah, Lionsgate film. So right in the big theaters, not not even streaming. Wow, I loved yeah. that book. I read oh. it many, many times. I would like to reread it. I wonder what that would be like. Right? Well, I'm thinking about rereading it before seeing it on the big screen, which I probably won't be able to see until this summer anyway. So for those of you who are perhaps a little bit younger than us, like if you're, I don't know, like 20 or something, maybe you don't know this <laughs> book by Judy. Or 40. Right? Okay. But Judy Bloom, come on. I mean, I feel like. Even my kids have read this, but probably not. 
But no. anyway, it's it's the story of a girl raised by a Christian mother, uh, Jewish father, and she's an adolescent young young girl, and she starts to ask questions about religion and faith, and you know, sex comes into it, and all these things that seemed verboten. You see, I'm using my German today, Wanderlust und verboten. <laughs> Yes. But it just seemed like quite a racy book at the time. And, you know, it just dug deeper than most young adult fiction did at the time, right? Yeah, I think that's true. Also, um, I help with the ordering at my middle school library, and we reordered all of the Judy Bloom books in like fresh new covers oh. and, you know, so that they look good. Awesome. No one's. Not one kid will check it out. Oh, shoot. <laughs> We've been, like, really? pushing it. Like, that's over. You just can't get kids to read those relics that we love. They're not reading, like, the Babysitter's Club that people younger than us loved. Okay. You know, they're not reading Little House in the Prairie. They have their own stuff to read, well, and they're not interested in our past. Well, fair enough. Well, the women of our age are going to be flooding into the theaters for <laughs> Yeah, it'll be like a Hall and Oates concert. All those middle-aged women will be flocking. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Okay, well, let's see. Okay, well, I'm looking forward to it. So, Edie, yep. maybe maybe you and I can watch together this summer. Could be fun. That could be fun. Okay, let's see. All right. So the other nostalgia trip, which is probably not so much our early teens, but before that is Barbie. So... <laughs> Greta Gerwig's yeah. uh, Barbie is hitting the theaters in July, starring Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. So I don't even know what to think about this, Edie. It strikes me as very weird. I haven't really read about the plot of it or anything, but you know, for me, I mean, when I think of Barbie, I think of like cutting up my brother's tube socks and making dresses for Barbie and, you know, cutting Barbie's hair and Barbie dream house and all those sorts mm -hmm. of things, you know? So what is this actually about? I'm not sure, but I am, I am titillated. Well, I think it'll be really fun. Uh-huh. There's a lot of pink. I know, <laughs> I know pink has become the fashion color of the year in part because of all of the previews we're seeing about the Barbie movie. It's like bubblegum pink everywhere. So, Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I don't know. You're going to see it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, Edie, we do a double feature and we see. Yeah. Right? And, and I bet, I just bet those two movies will be <laughs> co-joined for, you know, those of us who want us to have fun on a matinee in the summer. Teacher, 50-something teachers, you know. <laughs> it takes a lot to get me to go into the movie theater. The, la the only movie I saw last year, I think I went during the summer with my two friends, was uh -huh. the Elvis movie, and we loved oh, it. Oh, okay, and I have yet to see that, so I'm going to have to see that mm -hmm. on the small screen, but I would like to yeah, see it. Yeah, we loved it. Okay, well, that's right. That's when you had your... Your girls get together sort of several day sleepover time, right? Yes. So fun. Yes. So fun. Oh, well, maybe they'll come back this summer and we can go see Barbie. Right? Hey, do you yeah. remember Big Jim? No. He was like a cohort of Barbie. He was much, <laughs> not really. A... 
<laughs> not Mattel. Big Jim. <laughs> big Jim. Well, my brother had Big Jim, and Big Jim was not big. Big was Big Jim was actually quite little, smaller than smaller than Barbie. So maybe it's sort of like, hey, big guy. You know, when you see a small guy, I'm not sure. But Big Jim was kind of little, but he had a really cool camper van, and. Um, I'm sort of dreaming about cruising around in our camper van this summer, so. Oh, and Don can role play Big Jim. <laughs> Just stop talking right now and tell us. <laughs> tell us your tip, please. Herbs, is it? <laughs> yes, this will cool us right off with Whew. me talking about herbs. <laughs> we need well, some Well, Leah. You know how you go to the supermarket and you buy those bunches of herbs for, you know, $3 and then they die in the fridge? I sure do, yes. Yep. What you do instead of throwing them in the refrigerator is you cut off the ends yeah. of the the herbs and you put some water in a hand-thrown pottery mug and then you pop those herbs in the mug. Very nice. Hey, Edie, just as an aside, I am in my in my hands at this in my hands, my hot little hands at this very moment. I am holding a hand thrown pottery mug full of white wine. Oh, Oh, Um, you're you're like in the spirit. I have my son's um, Slayler Swift mug that his girlfriend made him. Okay, All right. Different times of the day, different time zones. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so carry on with the herbs. I like it. So I usually come home with like three or four different herbs, and I do this with all of them, and then I have like a row of herbs and, you know, in pottery mugs on my counter, and it's super cute. Oh, yeah. And I, sometimes I count it as fresh flowers. Sure. Why not? <laughs> of course. Buy your own damn flowers or herbs. <laughs> or herbs, yeah. Yeah. Um, in the summer, I won't be doing this because I'm going to have my entire back deck of herbs and vegetables because Leia, and this is probably a different episode, but I cannot stand my neighbors oh. and I can't <laughs> hang out on the deck because their children will all like mob me. Uh-huh. So I'm just making the deck into like a practical growing space. And now I hang out in my driveway. <laughs> Well, the neighbors can't get to me. Well, then you can face Joyce, the neighbor you really like, right? I know. I love all the neighbors except them. Okay. Last night, they were burning furniture in their backyard (laughs) till like 1030. (laughs) Well, their children jumped on a trampoline and they played this obnoxious music. I couldn't take it. uh, Well, I hate to tell you, Edie, but herbs are not really going to suffice for privacy <laughs> you need well, a it's not... trellis of you know roses and whatnot yeah but, yeah. yeah i know mm-hmm. but i'm I usually make it like a beautiful place with flowers and like loungy chairs to hang out on. And that's not happening. Oh, shoot. Okay. I know. Shoot. We're hanging out in the driveway. Okay. I'll be there in the driveway with you this summer. I'm all over it. Hey, do I hear a campfire? Do I hear a campfire tune? It's time for Campfire Chat. 
Okay, so found in the Washington Post a few weeks ago, thanks to my dear friend Kate Bitter, who alerted me to this, it's called, there's actually a little podcast that goes with it if you'd like to read it, but the article, or rather listen, but the article is called, Want to Feel Happier? Try Snacking on Joy. And the subheading is, learning to find joy in mundane experiences is a way to cultivate a more meaningful life by Richard Sinha. So, I mean, I have to say it. I suppose it's lower calorie to snack on joy than to (laughs) snack on, like, trail mix. (laughs) Or to have big gulps of wine as you're podcasting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, let's try snacking on some joy. Let's do it. So the article opens like this. Here's an anecdote to an ever-stressful, busy, and uncertain world. Try finding and savoring little bites of joy in your day. I call them joy snacks. Mm -hmm. By mindfully tuning into the pleasant, nice, and sometimes routine experience of every day, we can transform an otherwise mundane moment into something more meaningful or even joyful. So, Leah, let's do some talking about this, because I do like the idea of joy snacking. I do, too. I do, too. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of snacking, though I have stopped recently. I'm not, not snacking a lot these days, at least not in the evening. But uh, new research apparently shows that finding and savoring these nuggets of joy can actually be a way of consistently, which is, you know, the important part here, consistently cultivating a good and meaningful life. So, yeah. So, Edie, what's what's one of your joy nuggets? (laughs) Nuggets. Well, first off, I feel like I'm a little grouchy to be doing this show on joy joy snacking. But, Leah, I have to tell you, I hate the word nuggets. Do you? Why? I just, ugh. Like, people now at work are calling, like, I got a new student, and a teacher said, oh, he's just a little nugget of fun. And I'm like, what? (laughs) This kid is not a nugget of fun, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Yeah, he's a piece of hell, Leah, a piece of hell. Not a diamond in the rough? (laughs) (laughs) No. So I must be the only one who doesn't like the word nugget um, because I hear it constantly. But moving on. Okay. It's trending. It's trending. Um, One thing that consistently gives me little joy snacks are my bird feeders. And I know I talked about this during lockdown, but I have three and I absolutely love watching the birds come to visit. Mm -hmm. I don't care if squirrels get into the action. Um, Lately, because it's spring and cold, there's been a lot of birds at my feeder and it's so exciting. My cat, Millie, she has a little ledge suction cup to my picture window and she just sits there and makes that word weird cat sound cats make when they see birds you know yeah yeah i do Do you know know that sound i do know yeah hey you know my cousin linda avid listener to the pod um and wonderful wonderful cousin and friend she's always posting pictures on facebook of her bird feeder in her backyard which abuts uh, a park a really cool park in burnaby and uh yeah just it makes me so happy just to see this, you know, these hummingbirds and these different birds, you know, coming on up to what, what do they do? They sip on the, 
the red sugar water. The yeah. sugar water. That's it. Man, I've been out of the. I have been living in Beijing too long. This is sad. I don't know what a bird looks like. <laughs> well, my my bird feeders do not abut the neighbors burning furniture. I have them in the front yard. Okay. The front yard. Good thing. Yeah. Good thing. Another joy snack, Leah, is my morning cup of coffee. Mm. I love making it with my AeroPress, and I add in my, not stevia, I add in some, like, natural sweetener, uh-huh. and um, grass-fed half and half, and I'm so happy every morning. And sometimes, Leah, I get all excited before I go to bed, because I know I'm going to wake up and have coffee. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I know you love your coffee, so that's <laughs> I'm like, woo! It's not just a joy snack, it's a joy bev. (laughs) It is. And as we mentioned, another joy snack is talking to my neighbors because most of my neighbors are delightful. (laughs) And if I talk to Joyce, I need to catch up with her because she she knows everything that's going on in the neighborhood and she is not afraid to spill the tea. Ooh, nuggets of gossip. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) Nuggets of gossip. Gossipy joy. That's good. Hey, you know, something that's been giving me joy lately, I I discovered this maybe from Cousin Linda, too. I'm not sure. Um, On Facebook, there is a group you can join or something you can like called, oh, no, I can't even think of the name, something my front window, view from my window. Oh, yeah. People post photos out of their window all over the world and there's it's just it really makes me happy makes me want to leave where i'm living too (laughs) uh, you could post pictures of your yellow sky oh my gosh i was tempted today and then i thought that is no nobody needs to see this this there's no joy i kind of want to well okay well maybe i'll post a a photo to the coop but it's it's depressing usually we have the last few years we've had lots and lots of blue sky days here in Beijing. Thank goodness. And this isn't actually pollution. This is literally sand from the Gobi Desert. So it's kind of fascinating, actually. It's not joyful, but it is. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. But uh, I will say I have been staying inside because of this, um, which brings me to, you know, one of my big joy snacks that I indulge in every day, which is my crosswording ritual. Um, I love it because it gives me some Leia time. And I sort of, uh, like you, I, I, you know, I keep aspiring to meditate. And I know I like the idea more than you do, Edie. But I do associate this with meditation. Like it really calms me down. It centers me. Uh, you know, I'm increasing my vocabulary and just sort of my, my wit, you know, just thinking through things and puzzling like one little chunk at a time. Makes me feel quite accomplished and smart. Uh, and yeah, I just, I really like it a lot. So that ritual for me, it's a, it's a, it's a happy one. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was another part in this article that talks about, let me see where it says, it suggests that joy is a distinctive positive emotion for when we feel connected or reunited with something or someone that's really important to us. So I thought that like was Barbie good. or like Judy Bloom. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Yes. And this psychologist, uh, Philip Watkins, talks about how 
That feeling of joy is strongly associated with subjective well-being, which is essential for human flourishing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he also talks about how big events like weddings and reunions, blah, blah, blah. Those are smorgasbords for joy, but they're not the joy bites that we need. We need like little joy snacks every day. Yeah. yeah. Because, Leah, how many weddings and births are there really in a person's life? You know? Well, yeah. And it's too much. Well, anyway, those are overwhelming. Like they're really, really fun once in a while, but. Oof, yeah. Wanna... Imagine if I'd had more than three births in my life. <laughs> <laughs> right? I can't even imagine one, but yes, okay. <laughs> but, you know, those are all great and everything, but a lot of those things that are considered, you know, like so joyful because they are, you know, weddings, buying a new house, children, that all happens earlier in your life. And we're in the middle of our life, you know. Oh, oh sure enough. What do we have to look forward to? Much. <laughs> Joy snacking. <laughs> we better start snacking. <laughs> So I think, Leah, what I'm going to start asking myself are questions like, what were today's bites of joy? What will tomorrow's bites of joy be? You know, oh. you could just go on and on about it. Okay. And there's there's really a lot, right? I, I do like that. I do like that. Okay. Okay. Well, today's bite of joy for me, literal bite of joy, actually, Emily and I made biscuits together Um, yeah a new york times recipe was very very fun uh and they didn't they didn't rise quite as high as we hoped but they were lovely and with you know hot out of the oven smothered in a bit of butter that was that was yum (laughs) so did you pour some maple syrup on them did not did not oh, but that might are, have been good we're not done joyful with them yet you know, oh, okay maybe, maybe that's tomorrow's breakfast let's see <laughs> <laughs> yes but uh, yeah so that was a bite of joy for today and um since it is nearly bedtime now uh i do like the idea about thinking about what can be happening and and the good news is the wind is meant to blow through tonight and blow away all the crap out of the air and so the spring blossoms are out here big time in beijing so backed up against a blue sky uh yeah i'm gonna go for a big long wander around tomorrow okay good right um Another quote from the article, I feel like we're reading a lot of quotes, but here's another one. We derive meaning in life from three key factors. What are they? Feeling like our life makes sense, having a purpose driven by goals we care about, and feeling like our lives matter. Can you relate to these um, key factors, Leah? Okay. Um, I can't remember them now. Okay, sense, life making. <laughs> Does your sense. life make sense? Do you have a purpose driven by goals? That sounds like who's that one guy we read in that book? <laughs> Jack Canfield. <laughs> sounds like Jack Canfield wrote this article. Huh. And feeling like our lives matter. Okay. Well, for me, routine is super important. I I you know, I like to pretend that I don't like it or I don't always want it, but 
showing up to work and doing something meaningful, like, you know, inspiring kids to become more confident adults and relating to them. And I don't know, like, I really like telling my own stories of puberty. <laughs> I seem to enjoy it. <laughs> I feel like those sorts of things give my life sense and routine and, and meaning for sure. Um, yeah, I feel like when I'm telling stories, like whether to my students, it's not like I spend all day at work telling stories, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> we do have social emotional learning at work. You know, I do have a homeroom that I meet with for 45 minutes every day and they, they do like to hear the stories. But I am also an English teacher and I teach writing and storytelling. And of course we have this podcast. So. You don't need to justify your storytelling to me, Leah. I feel like I do. <laughs> but look at my sister, for example. Look at Nicole, because she's these days telling her stories through those sketches, right? So she's sketching and journaling. Um, and I just see the joy that brings to her and to other people as she sort of recounts her, her days. Um, she recently came back from New Zealand, and so there's some very, very cool sketches of that. But just like everyday things, like going to the dentist and getting her hair done and my daughter going to spend the weekend. And, you know, there's all these beautiful sketches of, you know, them. I don't know. I just love it so much. So I feel like somehow documenting and sharing our stories that brings a lot of meaning to life does it is it a joy snack it's like even bigger than a snack maybe it's a joy meal the joy meal oh or my maybe gosh the smorgasbord <laughs> <laughs> the but the the potluck it's a potluck Edie. <laughs> oh the potluck <laughs> getting carried away though <laughs> All right. Well, I'll address those three um, key factors. And when I read them, Leah, I had to I had to ask myself, does my like life even make sense? Stop making I'm sense. I'm not sure that it does, yeah, you know, yeah. because sometimes I'm just like, how did I even get here? <laughs> Are you David Byrne from Talking Heads? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what is happening? Crank up the Talking Heads. <laughs> Put on a big white suit. <laughs> that would make sense but you know as i'm yeah. cleaning out the air fryer for the third time it's like what what is this okay hang on stop stop for yeah. just a second okay because yeah. we've been talking about air fryers for a few months now you don't have one now you do what's what's going on fill us in because i feel like this is a joy snack right there it is a joy snack and a snack Right. So we got the smaller one and um, it's a lot easier than I thought. I know. And we have just been, um, I roast vegetables for lunch now in it. So good. We, Gus and I went to Costco yesterday and we just bought everything that we could put in the air fryer. <laughs> so we bought cheese curds, egg rolls, oh. Henko coated <gasps> shrimp. How fun. Yeah, and we just put it all in the air fryer, and it's just wonderful. Wow. There's really no learning curve with it, because you no. just open it, and if it doesn't look crispy enough, you slam the door shut. <laughs> right? The drawer it's shut. It's like pizza. It's like you a hair dryer for food. It's crazy. Like, if you put pizza yeah. in an air fryer, well, I just oh, yeah. dare you to do it and report back to me, because it's it's We like already did that. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all right. Okay, so air fryer is one of the, is helping you make sense of your life, might we say? <laughs> it is. 
<laughs> okay, carry on. I, I did get, I had to just veer off into the air fryer world for a second. Well, I also find joy snacks and listening to music and banking playlists. Yeah, you do. And I'm working on some new jogging playlists. I've gotten quite into Melissa Etheridge again. Okay. And I'm thinking I'm going to make a Melissa, you know, jogging playlist. She has Fun. quite, you know, a driving energy behind mm-hmm. her voice and guitar playing. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, thrifting and adding oh. to my pottery collection is always thrifting. joyful. Yes. Because you don't know what you're going to find. No. It's just a happy surprise. Well, usually a happy surprise, right? Yeah. so fun. I cannot wait to thrift this summer. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Hmm. I also love, like, it's always joyful to talk to my friend Ellen. Mm -hmm. Um, We talk several times a week. And I can enjoy multitask when talking to her because I'm usually drinking a cup of tea from a, you know, pottery mug. And I have my cat on my lap. So Mm. it's joyful. Like old friends are joyful because Ellen and I, when I look at how many years we've been friends, it's over 30 Wow. And we still have so much to talk about. How is that possible? I don't know. But, you know, you guys should have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she wants one. In fact, I'm sure she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, the last bit of the article, this is our last quote, I think. We'll take it home with this. And it connects to what you just said is, there is also joy to be had when you take the time to reconnect with the person that is always with you. And it's not Ellen and it's not me, but it's yourself. So yeah, so those small acts of self-care, setting aside time for simple pleasures and celebrations can be emotional nourishment and a gift to yourself. So Mm. just saying, as soon as we finish recording, I'm thinking hot bubble bath. I've been watching that 90s show, Edie. So fun. Hello, Wisconsin. (laughs) You know, it's a remake or it's not a remake. Like it's a continuation of that 70s show. It's just giving me a huge amount of joy. So that's my emotional nourishment. (laughs) (laughs) I do. Like, what is happening? Hello, Wisconsin. That's what they say at the end of the intro. Oh, oh, okay. Um, What are you going to do as a joy nugget? No, as a joy snack, sorry, when we we finish recording tonight? Well, I will probably go and sit on my couch with another cup of coffee, Leah. All right, because it's not tonight for you. And it is your spring break, right? It's spring break. Yep. And and as I told you, Leonard and I are coming down with the, you know, the not elusive spring cold. So I'm going to take it easy. Take it easy. Okay. Sounds good. (laughs) It's time for the Chit Chat Challenge of the Week. This week, your challenge is to do some of your own joy snacking. Yes, and remember, it's not a binge. (laughs) Yeah, don't get married or have a child. No, not just yet or not not this week anyway. (laughs) Just do some little things that bring you joy. Yes, and share it with us on the Chit Chat Coop on Facebook. Yes, please. Okay, so that's it for this episode of the Two Chit Chat Chicks. Check out the show notes for links to our blogs, Instagram, and to my Etsy store, Prairie Girl Greetings. 
Yes, please. And we'd love a review on iTunes or any podcast app that you listen to. The more reviews, the better. Thanks, Leia, for being our producer. That must bring you lots of snacks of joy. <laughs> and sometimes quite the opposite, but actually it is really fun. This podcast brings us a whole lot of joy. So, uh, yeah, bye-bye. Cluck, cluck. Cluck, cluck.